0: k c Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Now, Corey, we have a couple of options here. Yes, Kevin. I think I have an idea of which direction you're going to want to go. Cowboys. What? Yes. All right. What NFC teams are you afraid of? Or.
1: I kind of answered this on Monday.
0: Would you like. To talk about the Hall of Fame final,
2: Darren Woodson belongs in the Hall of Fame for America. (laughs) All right, listen. He didn't wear a Steeler. Aliens landed on this planet, and they said, "Where do we go to find out who heroes were?" And they, and somehow, some way, Mm -hmm. somebody directed them to the Football Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. I would want one of the first faces the aliens to see Mm -hmm. would be Darren Woodson's because he is the best representative, not only of the NFL but of humans, all right? Like I want them to go, oh, this guy and then go to him and say, we've been told that you're the leader. We would like to have a conversation with you. all right. So I would and I would trust Darren Woodson to close the deal. all right. I would trust him. They would be like, man, you know the humans weren't wrong. This guy's right. So when it comes to the Hall of Fame, Darren I want Darren Woodson's representation to be there. It needs to be there. He needs to hear the knock on the door whenever he's waiting for that moment. And I, I mean, like, Kevin, and that's not just me being biased. Sure. Like, this is also... Uh, no, I think you're right. Maybe it also does have to deal with, like, meeting him, having conversations with him, and knowing, like, every single person you ever come in contact with that's ever had a conversation with this guy thinks he's the best. And then add on top of that the things that he did on the football field and his accomplishments as well. He belongs there.
1: Just for example, there's a guy named Lynn Swan who played from 1974 to 1982, but he wore a Pittsburgh Steelers helmet and his most receptions ever in a season was 61. He did have 50 receptions in another season. That's his second high. He never even had 50 receptions or more than just two times. Well, man, How many times did he have a 1,000-yard season? The answer is zero. How many times did he ever have a 900-yard season? The answer is zero. How many times did he have an 800-yard season? The answer is twice in his career. He had 808 yards in one year and 880 yards in another year. He never even had more than 800 yards again. Didn't even have a long career, but he wore the Steelers helmet. And as we found out, all the voters are Pittsburgh Steelers fans from Brian Broadus and other people. So, literally, I'm not making this up. If you just want to look at Lynn Swan and who was the other chump on the other side? Some you,
2: random guy. Yeah,
1: Rando McGee <laughs> also made the Hall of uh-huh. Fame. Like, literally, all the Steelers from the 70s made the Hall of Fame. You just had to be a Steeler and you made the Hall of Fame. The backup quarterback's probably in the Hall of Fame. We just don't know his name. And if you're a cowboy on the 1992-93-95 team that won three Super Bowls, you had to set unbelievable records to be in the Hall of Fame. You had to just be on the Pro Bowl every year, All-Pro every year, and you still kind of didn't make it, ask Darren Woodson.
2: The 10 teams with the most Hall of Famers, Kevin. Yeah. Do you know the answer to all these questions?
0: I don't. I'm guessing the Steelers. Number
2: one, the Chicago Bears. Okay. 30.
0: And the Bears and the Packers make sense because they've been around since. 26. Yeah, they've been around. Steelers. Steelers. Wait, are you saying that if you're on a dynasty
1: team that won multiple NFL championships or Super Bowls, they put a lot of the players in the Hall of Fame?
2: Steelers, 24. Giants, 21. Washington football <laughs> team, twenty. Rams. What? 19. The Rams? Cowboys come in at 7 with 19.
0: How the hell do the Rams have as many Hall of Famers as the Cowboys? Maybe they were the Pittsburgh Rams at some point. (laughs) They have been a whole bunch of places. Maybe they just got all of the fans. They are like, hey, we've been a bunch of different places. You can be a media (laughs) member. Like, I can't believe the Cardinals are up there because they're like, yeah, we got most of those same places.
2: Yeah. I, I I personally, you can say it's a homer take on Darren Woodson. Meet the man one time. Watch him play. And watch every coach out there turn their, their eyes and go, hold on, who is that guy? It's, like before they knew who Darren Woodson was, they all wanted to know who Darren Woodson was.
0: And it's not a homer take. Like, that's a bad take by that person. Is If you can explain how it's a homer take, and I'll tell you why... He is not in the Hall of Fame He didn't make the All-Decade team. Exactly. So I decided to check it out. Who is on this All-Decade team in front of Darren Woodson, and how fair is this? Mm -hmm. All right. Steve Atwater and Leroy Butler. Those were your first team safeties. Okay. To be fair, both of them are in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because they made the All-Decade team. Let's take a look at what Steve Atwater did. Well, he was on two Super Bowl champions. Well, guess what? Darren Woodson can do that. And he was first-team All-Pro two times. Hmm. That's that's pretty solid. Pretty solid. Now, of course, Darren Woodson was first-team All-Pro four times. What? So you would think that would make a difference, but fine. I'm not even here to argue against that. Leroy Butler, hell of a player. He did a great job. Good for him. He belongs in there. Now, what about... The rest of the All-Decade Team, the second-team safeties, Ronnie Lott. Sure, Ronnie Lott's pretty awesome. However, here's my issue: Carnell Lake. Now, you might be thinking, who the "Didn't hell? wear gloves." Who the hell is that?
2: It's near Joe Pooler. Okay, He's a good. Good. Player.
0: good. You remember what team he played for? Steelers. The Pittsburgh Steelers. So let's take a look at the resume of Carnell Lake. He was second-team All-Pro. Four times he was first team All-Pro once. And if you wonder why I keep bringing up that particular aspect is because All-Pro and the All-Decade team is how a lot of this gets judged. Hey, it was tough, tough competition, Corey, because in 1994 and 1995, when he was second team All-Pro, guess who was first team? It was Darren Woodson, of course. Darren Woodson should have been the other second team safety on the All-Decade team. And if that was it, Guess what? He would be in the Hall of Fame just like all of the other safeties outside of Carnell Lake on that All Decade team. I don't
1: think Darren Woodson would be in the Hall of Fame even if he was on the All Decade team. We see players from the '70s Cowboys All Decade team not be Hall of Famers. I mean, this is where it, it really just does took come forever. In. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. They're not the Pittsburgh Steeler voters, and it's amazing that it's it's this biased. But if you played for the Cowboys in a weird way as much coverage as they get nowadays and today is when you vote is they just don't want to vote for cowboys they just don't they're like they got enough publicity as a player we're not going like to not let i know we're talking darren woodson to not let demarcus Ware in was amazing to me because demarcus Ware does deserve it more than darren woodson in my opinion it's only my opinion but they both deserve it woodson should have been in But when DeMarcus Ware came up, I thought for sure he would be in pretty darn easy because he went to Denver and won a Super Bowl and was arguably the best pass rusher for a three- or four-year period. Uh,
0: you, for sure. Okay, so to your point about that, did you know that DeMarcus Ware was first or second team All-Pro seven years in a row? He led the league in sacks twice. He is on the All-Decade it just team. I was shocked by that.
1: If I, Nate Newton would have played for the Steelers and won three Super Bowls and been a six-time All-Pro or 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 Pro Bowler, I can't remember his whole resume, and I know what happened after Nate Newton's career, unfortunately.
0: He but hosted Cowboys Crosstalk. Yes,
1: but he would be in the Hall of Fame. They'd be like, gosh, if this offensive line was so good, we might want to put in the guy who kept making the Pro Bowl sure. every year on this thing.
0: And I think that's honestly one of the reasons that like, we, I don't put up the same fiery argument for DeMarcus Ware because I'm like, y'all are wrong. You know you were wrong. You'll fix it yeah, this year. Yeah, I he's going to get bet, in. I, I think, yeah. bet, Nate, I like, bet
1: uh, Jason Witten doesn't get in now for the first year. Maybe second. And I I know that sounds crazy, but I do think Witten, who's coming up uh, for voting in the next year or two, I can't remember exactly what year because he went and and got three catches a year for a couple years for, uh, I think, the Raiders, (laughs) is when he comes up on this ballot, I don't think he's going to get in. And we're going to have this same conversation about, oh my gosh, Jason Witten can't get in the Hall of Fame either. And I do think he eventually will on his second, third, or fourth try. But it's because he played on the Dallas Cowboys.
0: Yeah, I... I I'm, I have no doubt Demarcus Ware will get in this year, but for Darren Woodson, who has struggled to even make the finalist list of 15, and he was the last one on the list because they're alphabetically. Mm-hmm. When I first saw the release, I cut it off right before him, and I said, son of a... And then I scrolled down. I was like, yes! Okay,
2: all right, yeah. There are a couple things coming in on the fan text. Uh, in the 70s, they actually played football. That tag your are down stuff now doesn't work. Darren Woodson played in
1: the like 90s, he was. In he was a feared hitter. Darren Woodson and played
2: at Yeah,
0: when you were still yeah. scared. Oh,
2: you want you want me to cover the guy? Got him. You want me to hit him? Got him. And um, then somebody said this, um, and I, I I don't think this has anything to do with it. You don't really you really don't think the fact the Cowboys have been losers for
0: thirty years impacts their Hall of Fame voting. That person is no. a troll yeah. because they also said the Cowboys have been irrelevant. Like, look, well, what what about Drew Pearson? Yeah. What
1: about uh Cliff, Cliff Harris? Harris? What about all those guys that were up for it in the 90s when the Cowboys were a dynasty again and the voters were like, "No, we got to put in every Steeler."
0: You know who you know who's another one who's on that list because they're on the Veterans Committee list and I don't want this to be lost either is Chuck Hallie. Chuck Halley, I believe is the only Super Bowl MVP on a losing team ever yeah. that happened in Super Bowl 5 then they won Super Bowl 6 he was First team all pro five years in a row in the sixties at a time when I feel like people would agree men were playing football or however you want to put Ray, it. Rayfield Wright couldn't yes, get in forever. Yes, because Bob we Hayes didn't...
1: couldn't get in forever.
0: Because we didn't So they're like, oh, Bob Hayes
1: is dead, let's put him in. Nobody cares. You know, like I guess his grandkids care. But Bob Hayes didn't
0: know he got put in the Hall of Fame when he died. And so Chuck Halley is also on this list of cowboys who were objectively. Awesome at a time when the Cowboys were awesome. If you think it's because the Cowboys didn't win, well, Darren Woodson doesn't fit that bill. They were winning when he was there. Chuck Halley I doesn't bet, fit that
1: bill. I bet if you look this up, because you're looking up, Corey, uh, how many players are in, and I know this gets a little bit more difficult than just the total amount for the history of a franchise. I bet there's more Buffalo Bills in the Hall of Fame from the ninety from the 1990 to 93 run of four Super Bowl appearances without winning. I bet they have more players in the Hall of Fame than the Cowboys who won in 92, 93, and 95. I have to, I'll
2: have to really go search on that one. This was just a list that right. I found. But, it, I mean,
1: if you look at Bruce Smith, Andre Reed, not the top 10. Jim Kelly, Thurman yeah. Thomas, their head coach, Marv Levy. Now, I know that Jimmy Johnson eventually got in. He's not good enough to make the Cowboys ring of honor, but he did get in the Hall of Fame for what he did for Dallas. But, like, if you look at that Buffalo Bills team, I bet – that they have more Hall of Famers for losing four straight Super Bowls than the Cowboys do for winning three out of the four years.
2: I still love the story, Kevin, that everybody was like, we like this Arizona State linebacker, but he's undersized for the position. (laughs) Yeah. And Dave Campo, Jimmy Johnson, is like, hey, go check this guy out. We need a big, strong safety in the NFC East because we have a power league. We have a power league, so we need to go find somebody. And then Darren Woodson ran a 4-3-5-40 uh, during workouts, during his campus workouts. And they were like, hey, can we turn this guy into safety? And they did. Like, they were like, let's take this linebacker, just kind of like Micah. Can we take this linebacker and make him a defensive end? There are some problems right now, but there are also some really good things that come of it, too. You
0: know what I think is fascinating about this is you can go to Pro, fo- fo- pro Football, got it, Profootballhof.com slash fan vote if you want to participate in this. However, it's very clear that this is a sweepstakes. And it was like, this is for entertainment purposes only. Your vote will have no impact on the players selected, which I'm glad they put that in there. We need to keep
1: talking. I don't know if we can affect this at all. I know that, Corey, we're trying to, and we'll, we'll keep trying to. But I just, it's just not fair. To the human beings here, to the people that are affected by this, because they played for the Cowboys, they got more publicity, but they will not get the accolades at the end of their career. They will not get in the Hall of Fame because they were a Dallas Cowboy and not a more, uh, I don't know, blue collar, nobody cares about your city team, Green Bay, Pittsburgh type of deal. It's just it's a weird thing that the players play for the Cowboys and they have to suffer at the end. They get better jobs. I I will. Hey, you get to be uh, a $10 million to $20 million person calling games. uh, But – you will not get accolades after your career is over.
2: I love this this line from Rick Goslin's uh, post, Kevin. Who, I think that's the guy
1: who's he's pushing the, this. He's
2: the guy that put the, that pitches. He pitched, he got Jerry. And if that's the case, it's going to go well. With the explosion of the passing game that has made three receiver offensive sets staples, every team in the NFL now looks for safeties with cover skills that Woodson brought to the Cowboys in 92. He was 30 years ahead of his time. And an essential part of what they were able to do to win three Super Bowls, so yeah, that dude right there, I'll take him every every
0: time. I really hope he makes it. We're the KNC masterpiece right here on one hundred The fan. That What's is- your vote though? Like, what? He's not gonna make it. I don't. I, I don't think he will. I mean, I want him to. He I should. I think you're gonna have to not. wait until it's the veterans committee. Stupid.
1: Demarcus Ware has a fifty-fifty chance. I can't believe I'm saying that. He should have a hundred percent chance. I,
0: c- I. I. I might end up dead wrong in this. I think he will make it this year because I think logic will kick in. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, that was stupid." We should probably put him in. (laughs) We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's talk with our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola, plus maybe a Josh Green update right here on 105 Through the Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan right now, brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. It is our Dallas Cowboys insider, Mickey Spagnola. Good morning, sir
3: morning guys
1: mickey i have the first question oh Uh -oh. because we didn't get we didn't get to this we were just talking a lot about darren woodson and maybe we'll get to him in a second but would you rather and i know this isn't um going to most likely be your first round matchup but would you rather play the great hall of fame quarterback aaron Rodgers and his team that isn't as good as the rookie quarterback brock purdy who has the better team in the playoffs those are the two teams I'm most scared of come playoff time.
3: You're you're scared of Brock Purdy. I,
1: I'm i scared of their team. Their team. But I'm scared of Aaron Rodgers. So do you understand what I'm saying? I'm yeah. scared of one quarterback. And one and, team. And I think we're better as a team. But then I'm scared of that team. But I think we have the better quarterback than Brock Purdy.
3: Is Is neither an alternative? Well, I you guess the good thing is, is
1: possibly you're bracketed where they would play each other in the first round and one would eliminate yes. uh, each oh, other. Oh, I
3: see, in the first round. So you're looking for a second round. So you don't care who you play in the first round?
1: Well, it's. I'm I'm going to assume you play Tampa. I know there's a lot at stake this weekend. Yeah. I want to
3: play nobody
0: and get the bye.
3: Let's do that. Well, I, uh, I think the more uh, pressing question is would you rather play Tom Brady, on the road, or Aaron Rodgers at home? I because if you end up winning yeah. the yeah. division, you're going to get the seventh seed. That's a better question. I I <laughs> or you're pulling for Detroit and Seattle, right?
0: <laughs> I I honestly, and I I know people will be upset about this. Is I don't really mind playing the Packers right now. I know they've been rolling, but not because of Aaron Rodgers. At least we
1: beat them pretty good last time when we played them. <laughs> right, Kevin? No,
0: we lost to them, just oh. like we lost to Tampa, and we consistently lose to Rodgers and Brady. But you don't have to
2: worry about Mike
0: McCarthy
2: going back to Green Bay for the first time and you know, touching least, the grass and everything. You least. know, I'd
3: almost, I'd almost rather the home game. Yeah, me too. Um, Cowboys are good at home. They've been pretty good at home. Uh, They gave uh, Green Bay all they could, right? They weren't very competitive against Tampa Bay, but that was the first game of the year.
0: What a terrible game that was. Uh,
3: I might take my chance on San Francisco with Purdy. Oh. Yeah. I know their team's good, uh, but, you know, it wasn't like a blowout last year by the way would they lose by 6 yeah yeah or 2318 yeah. i think. 2317 yeah something yeah like that. um yeah uh i know i i worry about i worry about rodgers i know that but at some point they are going to take him down um i I'd, I'd rather the home game i think whatever those scenarios are give me the home game The one thing I do like, I don't know if you're on the same page,
0: Mike and Mickey, is the one thing I do like about maybe the Packers getting in is has y'all kind of referenced the potential for them to cause some chaos. Like if they were able to knock off San Francisco, like let's just assume everything stands kind of the way it is. If they were able to knock off San Francisco, then would you be able to draw a different playoff opponent and you could get Minnesota in the second round? And I feel much better about rolling up to Minnesota than most of those other options. Yeah,
3: I bet they would answer that question differently in Minnesota, right? Would you rather play that or the Cowboys? after they know Minnesota they can't feel three. good
1: Mickey about heading into the playoffs no. that they got
3: blown out by
1: Philly blown out by Dallas blown out most recently by Green Bay like every team that's kind of looking like a playoff competitive team they're like we don't even compete against these
3: teams. yeah no you're exactly right and um that and help me here that was another game uh, Justin Jefferson got shut down, and right? One for 15 last week. And the week. Cowboys shut him down. Really could have used him in my fantasy
2: game. Oh. Yeah. Sorry, Corey. He, the one game he stunk, I really needed him the most.
3: We don't care about your fantasy. Wow. You're right. <laughs> Mickey, that's
2: on Tuesdays. You're Nobody right. cares about your fantasy team except for today during this one segment right. on Tuesdays. Tuesday, Thank then. you, Mickey. Okay,
3: you get it. <laughs> Man. Can... I always look at fantasy stuff like, like, like people's golf scores right Mm -hmm. they 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 memorize every hole and they want to tell you what happened on every stroke right yep and it's like they're the only ones that care about that i I don't care mickey isn't this amazing though that right
1: now the cowboys are the five seed seed and most likely they'll stay the five seed i know there's possibilities of being the one or two but the one seed has a hurt quarterback and that shoulder is not going to get better he might play but it's not really going to get better the two seed right now, yes, San Francisco, very good team, but with their third string rookie quarterback. The third team, Minnesota, can't compete against good teams.
3: Right. The fourth
1: team is barely 500. The yeah. fifth team, the Cowboys, might be the best team heading into the playoffs.
3: No, I I, I would not argue with that uh, whatsoever. Uh, and and look with 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 Jalen Hurts, I don't know how you play him if he is not 95%. And I don't think he is. It does not sound like that. Right? I mean, it's a shoulder. And I mean it it it, it you got to throw the football. Now, I know he could run, right? I I get that. But that's how he got hurt probably. And he didn't that- get hurt throwing the ball. And that's what I think is I. It's
0: fascinating the way you laid that out, and that makes a hundred percent sense to me. Is I think that will limit how effective he is because he will not be a running threat anymore.
3: Yeah, or, or not anywhere near as. I mean, what if he fa- I mean, you do get hit in this game, right? And you do fall on your shoulder. Uh, and all he's got to do is go down one time, and he's not ready for the playoffs. And maybe
1: it's old school, Mickey and and maybe obviously New York might not do this but if you're playing Philadelphia in the divisional round why not have a borderline late hit and bury that shoulder into the ground and see how he reacts to it
3: yeah cuz they probably would like to get rid of them in the playoffs too right yeah so um yeah and and it's not you look it's 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 not old school it it's why hockey does what they do right yeah. body injury, lower yeah. body injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, that's just kind of what's been part of the game forever. Um. And when you know somebody's like that, you're probably gonna try to hit them a little more. It's like that guy you never can catch, right? But if you catch him, boy, you're gonna give him the business, right? <laughs> I like that. <laughs> is I I'm
0: gonna guess that your answer is yes to all these, all three of these. But please do correct me if I'm off. DeMarcus Ware, Darren Woodson, and Chuck Howley, all finalists for the Hall of Fame. Do you think, not that they will
3: all make it right now, but do you think they're all Hall of Fame worthy? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And I think, uh, you know, Howley's, he's going to get in, right? It's a... usually when they put the, those yeah the senior the committee seniors, is he yeah. alive i'm sorry to ask uh that, yes he is Good. but he is in you know s- somewhat struggling health he's 86 uh, at the time right. yeah. so. uh but and and look where where's going to get in right but it's time for darren woodson okay uh, i i i'm just tired i'm almost you know just blue in the face of trying to educate these people who who uh, vote that don't look at all the stats right just go watch them play please go put tape on and watch darren woodson play and you will sit there and go oh well this is a no-brainer right they've got safeties in this in this hall of fame that i don't know what they did right but i know what darren woodson did carnell lake yeah i know, he, yeah, uh, I know uh, atwater Seriously, just because you got a safety can make tackles? Big deal, right? This guy was covering Jerry Rice in the slot. Um, just go watch him play. That's all I, that's all I ask of him. And, 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 and this thing has been going on and on and on. Finally, he's a finalist. Yeah. And I hate for him to get there, and then it's like, well, no, I, no, no. I, 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 he doesn't have enough interceptions. It's not all about interceptions, too. Uh, and uh, let, let's factor in the Super Bowls and how instrumental he was on those teams and how instrumental he was on this team after the Super Bowls. He was the heart and soul of that defense, right? He ran that defense, um, and, and so I, I – I, I should be the one that goes and present them. Do it, I Mickey. Would, I
0: would be mad at those people. <laughs> I feel like you would bar the door until the voting went your way. Do, you know, right?
2: Do you know? Do you know which voter you really need to go like stand in front of
1: and the make 43 a case to Pittsburgh his... Steeler fans? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right.
3: I mean, just I just watch him play. That's all I ask. Uh, and, and to see the things he did, and and I wish that um, the Cowboys uh, trainer. Uh, Britt Brown could go and make the speech for him and, and tell them the story about the time, and, and I think I've told you guys this, when the Cowboys were playing in Baltimore, the stadium was new, and he basically fractured his forearm, right? But they couldn't get a good X-ray because for some reason, the X-ray machine in the new stadium wasn't working. Of course it wasn't. Of course, right? Of course. So Just like Baltimore. Brit and... <laughs> And Darren Woodson walk across the street in uniform, I don't know if it was a block or so, to the hospital, emergency room. We need an X-ray. And, and Britt will tell you the story. It's like, I don't even know if Woody took his helmet off. See, Think about a guy walking in an emergency room, full pads, right? Football. He wouldn't even take them off. So they take the X-ray, and, yeah, it's fractured. And Woody's first response to Britt was, "Well, can we just wrap it up and I play hmm. and he's going, "No, you can't play He goes, "Yes, I can, just wrap it up and they finally said, No, go go come back and sit down but that that was him he he and it was and they weren't they weren't on a very good team they weren't going anywhere, but by god he he wasn't going to quit right and I just wished people um can visualize that scene of a football player walking into the emergency room at a hospital that is awesome crazy story. Mickey, i don't think i've
2: ever heard that one before so i really appreciate that one just
3: wrap it up yeah just we'll, wrap it up we'll figure it out can i just send it to somebody and say okay make sure you tell this story yeah right yeah ronnie Lott got in off of just cut it off right <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so uh you know and I- i'm I'm confident that it was like last year when Ware didn't get in. It was like, okay, he he will get in. Maybe he's got to wait a year or two. Michael Irvin had to wait. I don't know, three years. I think it? that is correct. Um, so, you know, and 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 I heard you guys talking about all the other teams that have so many um, Hall of Famers in there. Um, you know, and I get the Bears and the Packers. They played around. For, yeah, they played for yeah. Um, right? So that that's going to happen uh but yeah enough with the Pittsburgh stuff okay you know they won four super bowl okay the cowboys won 3 uh at that time in their heyday right and yeah. all those guys are in the hall of fame um you know the, uh, so yeah i i just get you know just perturbed and i don't know who you guys thought was calling you a homer for you know backing woodson but uh, they just need to go watch a little football. That's all I gotta say.
0: Woo! That's how we're gonna end this. I love <laughs> and football. It like makes Kevin. me feel
1: like a lot of people who text in. It makes me feel really good now because I know how smart I. Really <laughs> am. There you go. <laughs> wow! I really am this smart at this. <gasps>
3: oh, it's it's it, I mean, it's simple. It's just so simple. If you watched him play for what thir- 12, 13 years, whatever it was, and and. And he even tried to play that year where uh, he had the back problem, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, Parcells was, you know, it's like, oh, okay, can you play another year? And then he finally, I think it was December, he finally said, okay, that's it. I, I can't play anymore. Uh, the back's too too bad. But he was going to give it a shot, and he had to play through those teams that went 5-11, and 5-11, and 5-11. and, five and 11. Uh, but you know, he didn't, he could have retired, but he didn't. Uh, and you know, it was almost, you know, like having a, a coach on the field and go, go look at, uh, what happened to Roy Williams playing safety without Thanks. Darren Woodson on the field. It did not go well. Yes. Oop. It he yelled not. at a
1: lot of people after the play was over. <laughs> he yeah. was like a s- soccer goal. I've, like. I've <laughs> never seen a player yell more at his teammates after a touchdown than Roy Williams. I'm like, I feel like you were the safety and the last person on this. It's yeah, called me safety. The, that's right. And yet the you're definition. yelling at the linebackers. I'm confused on this
3: one. So anyway, yeah. I can go, as you guys know, as we have done right here, I probably stretched you longer than you needed to, but I can go on and on. That's about all right. Baseball Darren Nuggets Whitson. is coming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're cutting into Mike's time. You're yeah. good.
1: Talking uh, about Raphael Devers, you know?
0: Thank you very much, Mickey. All right. We'll catch you again tomorrow. All right. See ya, Mickey Spagnola, Hall of Fame aficionado from DallasCowboys.com. Coming up next, the aforementioned Baseball Nuggets with Mike Bassett.
1: 331 million reasons the rain can't trade for Raphael Devers
0: <laughs> next. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105 Through the Fan. Right now, it's time for a little baseball nuggets with Mike Basak. Okay, nugget.
1: We talked about earlier in the week, Raphael Devers signing a one-year $17 million contract, which would then take him into free agency after the season was over. He would have completed his 6 years of playing in the major leagues to then become a free agent. Well, later in the day yesterday, there's reports that, hey, they might be working on a long-term deal. And then the next thing you see is Raphael Devers signs an 11-year, $331 million contract with the Red Sox. Yeah, and so it's like, wow, it went from 1 to 17 to 11 to 331 Really quickly, he's 26 years old, great left-handed hitter, horrible third baseman, Uh, should move to first base. I, I don't know when he's going to move to first base, but this is the deal, Corey, and we were talking about this, I think, during uh, a break, is, you know, his errors aren't super high. But you don't get an error when you don't touch the ball in the infield or when the ball goes, you know, when it goes in between your legs or a very easy play, and honestly, let's be honest, Scorekeepers are pathetic now in in hit and error. They just give everything a hit. Yeah. Oh, well, he hit the ball. It's a hit. I mean, it's very like when you're scoring a 10-year-old baseball game. You're like, he's 10. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, it's a hit. He hit the ball. It's a hit. That's uh, we we are now scoring major league baseball games like a whole bunch of ten year olds are playing right? Like, yeah you hit the ball it's a hit you know I mean look at the exit velocity was 88 what human being can catch an 88 mile an hour <laughs> ground ball And I'm like major league human beings can catch an 88 mile an hour ground ball or even a hundred mile an hour ground ball on two hops that's why they're major leaguers like eh you know not today you know I mean, who could do it so we give hits uh, left and right so what's amazing is. We give the benefit of the doubt to the hitter every time, and yet the batting average is still as as low as it's ever been. Oh, I hadn't really thought thought about that. Yeah, you think about it. They give the benefit of the doubt to the hitter all the time, yet it still hasn't really helped out with batting average. So I will say Raphael Devers, by my standards, is a bad defensive third baseman and needs to be taken off of that position sooner than later, but is one of the best left-handed hitting guys uh, especially in the American League, but I think in all baseball. So great hitter probably needs to be more of a first baseman, DH uh, for the majority of that contract.
2: Actually, I think they have, yeah, they have. They don't even have him listed on like the 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 defensive index rating. Right. They have they he's the he's at the bottom uh, on the defensive index rating when it comes to American leaders. there. So and then on top of that, my other question to you, Mike, is when did Carlos Baerga? Become, become the newsbreaker for all, all of baseball.
1: He must huh. know the, the major Latin players and agents. Okay. That's, that's my guess. Yeah. I'm only guessing. He's putting it on his Instagram like, and breaking news. How does Woj for basketball know all of these things? And now Sham Sharania is very close to him and knowing these things before they happen. So, I mean, there's two guys battling it out. And I'm like... Do they know the agents that well or do they know the league office that well? I I assume it's agents because the agents are the ones that usually will start getting out the information to their people before uh, we know as fans of the game. Um, But it could be that maybe league office too, like Carlos Baerga is possibly really close with Tony Clark. But would Tony Clark know all this information? He's the head of the players' union. I honestly
0: am not sure. Like,
1: I don't know. It's a great question how Woj or how Sham Sharania in basketball. I don't know who the person is in football. Who's the person in football that you feel like can break the free agency news? Because there's – Rappaport. Rappaport. And then Schefter. Schefter.
2: Oh, hold on. Schefter after
1: Rappaport? That's right. Do you think do you think uh it is well I think it's close. Text Jane. Do you well and she doesn't have don't you don't have to share the information on on the air. (laughs) But like, is it more agent? Is it more player? Is it more league office? Is it more general managers? I I just I wonder exactly who it is. And I think it can be a different piece every time. Now, going from that, going back to the Texas Rangers, and look, the Texas Rangers' plan is to play Josh Young at third base opening day i'm gonna give you my opinion on josh young and i hope it's wrong i don't think josh young is going to get off to a good start in 2023 okay he hasn't remember Derek holland yesterday talking about adversity and how guys handle adversity for the first time josh young was taken eighth overall And then for pretty much three years after he's been taken eighth overall has been hurt. Yeah. Now, when he hasn't been hurt and played, he's done pretty darn good, whether it's been double A or triple A or even a little bit in the major leagues last year. But you're going to put him against major league pitching when he hasn't really had the development you'd want in the minor leagues. And he's going to go through adversity. He's going to go through a tough time, and he's going to have to do it against the toughest competition there is, and that's Major League Baseball. So I'm not saying he's going to have a bad overall year, but I worry about Josh Young getting forced into this position without really going through what most players go through in the minor league. You you
2: suggested last year, Tavares, just stay at nine. Just leave him at the bottom of the lineup. Let him have a whole season doing it. Would you put him late in the lineup rather as like maybe not?
1: Because I, I think I drew it up and I had him is, seven. Is where I would I would put him because you're also going to have your center field situation with Tavares mm-hmm. and Bubba Thompson. I don't know who's going to win that. I do think that is a spring training competition that leans towards Tavares when we interviewed Chris Young. It sounds yeah. like, hey, going into this competition, it's never 50-50. There's, there's always like, hey, if we had no spring training, who's our guy? And right. they have to pencil in that guy. They've penciled in Leody Tavares as their center fielder, but Bubba has an opportunity and a chance to take that away in spring training. Um, but I would stick Leody at nine because he started struggling quite – it's once again, when you're not in competition to win a playoff spot and the Cowboys start training camp, 99% of the audience yeah. stopped watching the Rangers and seeing what they're doing. So you actually don't know what they did in September. But you were there. I was there. You were there watching. for all of them. Leote was struggling quite a bit coming down the stretch. And so the season that he had put together, you do have to can you do have to consider September. And September didn't go well for Bubba Thompson. He hasn't had really a huge scouting report against him. He actually did better. Uh, I would say overall. And the thing is, is he stole 27 bases. It felt like in 14 games. I know it was more than that. But like Bubba Thompson is, it looks like a better base stealer. I don't know about base running yet. There's still more to be determined on the overall base running. But
0: this this might be a question for another day, or we might need more time, or I don't even know if you have a good answer for this. Is Is there a time period where you feel like athletes in general or maybe baseball players get a little bit more like, Jaded because I remember when we talked to him at spring training, he was just like, Hey guys, I'm so sorry I was late. I was doing extra work, and like, he can never be too prepared, even though he was a top like prospect and draft. And so, I was curious if that like kind of positive attitude will help him through the tough times, maybe more than like. Your regular person.
1: I like what you're saying. You just don't know how people are going to handle failure. Yeah, and I I wonder uh, the first two months of the season he's going to go through a slump. I,
2: I hope sure. he doesn't, but he or will. even success. Sometimes people don't handle success right. well either.
1: Now he has handled a lot of success, as in at Texas Tech, being the eighth overall pick, having a really good double A AA and triple A stats for the most part. So he's he's uh, done that. I just. I think that Josh Young is the future third baseman of the Rangers. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be here hopefully for a long time. But will the Rangers just stick with it when he is really struggling? I don't know. They have Ezekiel Duran. they have Josh Smith. They have some guys that could possibly pop into third base. I wanted to get to this in Nuggets today. Uh, and by the way, we're having Nathan Avaldi's press conference coming up here pretty darn yep. soon. We will interview Nathan Evaldi, uh later in the show today. I believe right around noon is yep. when we have him plugged in. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon, I was wondering the left field situation. Do you want to just, with throwing, Josh Young is an unknown. Center field is an unknown for the Rangers. Do you want to just go with unknown in left field right now and go, hey, Ezekiel Duran, Josh Smith, Shlomo Glitzstein, whoever we bring in. Try it out. See what happens. They could all fail. A little bit. A couple. Or would you rather say, you know what, to have part of the competition – Let's sign a former MVP, and Andrew McCutcheon, and it doesn't mean he's the guy. He's very good against left-handed pitching He still. ever
2: played for Bochy
1: before? I believe so. He actually did in 2018.
2: Is he he's, a great teammate? I, I'm from sure. What, from what I've heard, he's
1: a, so. he's a very good team leader, mm-hmm. a, a guy that maybe Simeon and Seager didn't step up to the plate as much as the Rangers wanted, especially Seager, is what if Andrew McCutcheon was a bench player who started against left-handed pitching – and who didn't play that much against right-handers, but is a veteran guy to be on your team, a guy who's won an MVP, uh, a guy who, you know, these last few years hasn't been that great of a hitter, to be honest. Like, And when I say not that great, 237 last year uh, with a 316 on base, a 700 OPS. Honestly, 700 OPS is pretty average in today's game. So he's an average player. You have to watch his matchups. I wonder if he could – it didn't help out the Rangers win-win, but – the Hunter Pence of the 2023 oh, yeah. Texas Rangers. Yeah, And um, if your guys are failing, he has to play more on an everyday basis if he's being successful. If he's struggling a lot, you do have a... And I don't think you'd sign him to such a huge contract that it wouldn't be, uh, I hate saying this, but releasable.
0: Okay. So I'm, I'm absolutely in. I'm,
1: yeah, if you can't I, I get Brian Reynolds, you can't get whoever that you're trying to trade for. You didn't get Michael Conforto. Because there's what? nobody
2: there. Evan Carter's a year away, maybe? At least. So... Like there's nobody there to that it's stopping their progress. Right. You're just filling holes. So you might as well fill the hole with somebody who knows the position and can help you in some other way at the same yeah. time.
1: So there you go. I want to throw Andrew McCutcheon as a still a free agent who's probably maybe off, more achievable a one year yeah. I'm gonna guess one year five million? I, I'm
0: I'm just guessing on how much he would get. Coming up next, we will hear from the Texas Rangers' newest starting pitcher, plus their GM, and then eventually maybe the Cowboys' head coach. A lot happening. We'll do it next right here on The Fan.